Hello, everyone. You are listening to Digital Builder, a podcast brought to you by Autodesk, made for construction professionals who want to hear from those on the forefront of construction technology. If you're looking for conversations centered around where the industry is going, this podcast is for you. Each episode will feature a conversation with a construction industry leader. Together, we'll dig in on themes related to connected construction and discuss where the future of the construction industry is headed. Now let's get started. All right. Welcome to another episode of Autodesk Digital Builder Podcast. I am your host, Eric Thomas. And today I am here with Esteban Corrales, the global leader of technical sales here at Autodesk. And uh, I am excited to have you, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for the invite. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be fun. We're going to dig into all the fun things that technical sales does and also talk a little bit about Autodesk University because we are in person and live again for the first time after all too long. Finally. Yeah. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm excited. Oh, the energy is in the air. I, I love being here. Uh, these events is where we actually get to see our customers. We actually get to spend time with everybody. So happy to be here. That's good. And it's the first time we've ever actually met in person yeah. before. We've been on Zoom calls. I've pestered you endlessly, but now <laughs> I've got you here on stage. And I've got a couple questions back tied to your industry experience. Sure. And so I know you were a project manager before you joined Autodesk. Yep. What actually drew, drew you to the company? What brought you in? You know, obviously we all, uh, from from back when I was in school all the way through industry and all the time I spent there, I, I knew what Autodesk was. We, we used the software. Um, it really, it all started on projects. Uh, we, we used to run into situations where we were going through endless amount of time on a project, trying to get things done, trying to find better ways of doing things. And uh, I used to spend a lot of time adopting new tools and Autodesk was some of the tools that we used to adopt to try and find better ways of, of performing our work. Um, and over time, the more I got to experience using the tools and the more I got excited about it, when the opportunity popped up to be able to have a bigger impact, not only on the project I was on or not only on the, the, in the company I was working for, but getting a chance to do that for, for the industry as a whole, that's really what got me incredibly excited to come to Autodesk. Yeah, and it's huge because we, we hear... Unfortunately, more often than I'd like, sometimes people go, oh, AutoCAD. That's the first thing people think about. But there's such a huge suite of construction technology that we bring to the table. And even if we just backpedal out from what Autodesk does specifically, we're at such an an opportunistic moment in construction. There are purpose-built tools to do the things that our industry does that didn't exist when I was still working for general contractors. I get excited about exactly that because every time we come out with a new part of our platform every time that we develop something, the first thing that pops into my mind is, man, I wish I had this before, right? And it would have saved me so much time. (laughs) It would have made life so much better for the team uh, or or the project team. Um, So yes, this is, it's it's definitely an incredible moment right now in the industry where we're realizing that leveraging not only technology, but the data that's coming out of this technology can be used for decision-making, for risk mitigation, for improving margins. There's just so many things that we can use it for. Ultimately, to make the day-to-day of the people on our projects just so much better and easier so they can concentrate on fixing the problems. 
Absolutely. I mean, I remember all the days of just crying, getting sent like nine <laughs> different Word documents and seven Excel sheets. And yep. they go, all right, combine all of these differing opinions into one delightful narrative that somebody's going to understand and everybody's going to be happy about. It's an unwinnable battle. And now that, you know, this technology is starting to kind of unify those conversations, we're in such a better position. But I want to talk a little bit about your role and what the, the technical sales team actually brings to our Autodesk construction construction customers and the industry at large. Can you tell me a little bit about that worldview? Sure. So, you know, our, our technical sales team is, is comprised pretty much of industry people. We hire from industry. So we have project managers, superintendents, project executives, uh, people from owners to general contractors, subcontractors, mechanical, MEP. We've got a lot of industry folks. Yeah, you touch every, every nuance of the, uh, the segment. Yeah. And, and, and the reason we, we, do that and have an, a, a team that way is that um, we're, we're sort of the trusted advisors for our customers as they're starting to purchase a software or, or adopt a new tool of, of our systems. And our goal is to make sure that we're helping them align to what they actually need and what's going to solve their biggest pain. So what we really spend a lot of time doing is listening, understanding our customers. And because we were customers before, we tend to be able to help to guide them towards, towards that and, and make sure that we're um, setting them up for success from the start. Yeah, and that deep industry knowledge has, has such a big impact. For, for me, when I'm you know, having conversations like the one that we're having right now or speaking to different customers, there's so much interesting stuff that I just get to nerd about with yeah. just brilliant people. It's like, all right, like, tell me about this technology you're using. Why are you excited? What are you doing? You know, and... It's just, it's a ton of fun, but I know we were talking about your experience there for a second, and it's been about five years since you were boots yep. on the ground as a project manager. What's changed? Like, I know we got into it a little bit, but like, imagine you're a PM with the experience you had then, right. and you step foot on a project site now. Like, what's different that's happened in those five years? You know, spending time with all of our customers and seeing what they're doing. Uh, I think I'm realizing that the project teams, project managers, everybody on a project site uh, from, from, you know, foreman all the way to, to, uh, to the PM um, are leveraging data a lot more. You know, I, I think that I didn't realize how much, you know, I, we were talking about like reports and Excel sheets and Word documents. And I, I used to call that Frankensteining things together, right? <laughs> and it to, was the only way. It was the only way. It was the only way. But now being able to connect that information and extract it in a way where you can actually make decisions off of it. Instead of, we, we used to be very reactive, right? We used to basically fix the problem that came up. Um, now I see customers with the tools that we have today actually making decisions ahead of time. I think that's really cool. I wish I would have had that, to be able to have that insight into not just entering an RFI, but understanding how long it's taking for this RFI to get answered and the impact that that's having on a schedule. And because of that schedule impact, the impact that it's having on, a, on the margin of the project and so forth. So I see that's the big change in the last five years and, and probably where we're going on in the next five years, which is what do we do with the information that's coming out of our day-to-day -day, you know, systems? Yeah, it's, it's going to be huge because as these contractors and everybody else who touches the industry starts to get more technology mature, I guess, for, a, for lack of a better phrase, they're, they're thinking about the data in a way that they've never actually been empowered to do before because it's, you come in and you go, 
what do you want to do? What, what do you want to understand? Or, or where is the gap right now? And if, if you have somebody who's fully informed, they can think about that and make choices about the technology that they consume. They can make decisions about the, the dashboarding they put together and the things they capture. There's been a lot of, I hear like data lake, where we're just capturing to capture and a lot of right. uncertainty tied to the accuracy or the ability to actually act upon that data that you've been given. That's changing, and it's not just the big contractors of the world. The medium and small ones it's now everyone. are starting to dip their toes in this and, and starting to be in the same spot because we've proved the value of all the technology. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example of it's not just at the company level. It's even the stakeholders inside the company where, obviously, for executives, it's important for them to be able to make decisions on project health, right? On are we going to hit the margins in all of our projects to make sure that the company is, is successful. Where do we need to grow? Where do we need to invest? Um, but even down to us in, on the field and in the field, uh, now Foreman can actually leverage, let's say, a, a three-dimensional model that I wasn't going to, myself, I wasn't even on projects, going to be able to open up a Revit uh, file and start to dig into it because I was nervous I was going to screw something up. We can actually leverage the information both in 2D and 3D on our mobile device, like literally on my phone. And, and now teams from the project site all the way to, to the C-level suite in the office are working off of the same information. They can make decisions off of that. So it's not just data to make executive decisions. It's data to also make field decisions and pre-construction decisions and all types of decisions that ultimately will improve the margin and what companies can make. Because the hard thing is we're asking, we're constantly being asked in the industry to do more with less. And, uh, and the more we do that, less schedule, less margin, less budget, less so and so forth, um, we need to have that visibility into, into the information to make those decisions. And it's, it's an augmentation conversation that a, a lot of people get scared when you start talking about some of the more advanced technologies. You go, what about my job or whatever? And of course, not getting into the rabbit hole that is the, the labor challenges that construction has right, right now. Um, we're helping people do what they do better and taking things that they can't do at scale and making that so the technology handles some of that. And so you focus on the things that you can do, but you're, you're really getting to the core, and this is a term I'm hearing a lot more people use now, is you're, you're democratizing access to right. data in a way that was... was either intentionally or not, just due to not great access, um, access to this, these different platforms. And now people can go in and go, I can find this information. I can make a decision with it instead of just a gut check reactive. Okay, this is what we're doing now. Right. I hope it's okay. You know, and it might not be. Well, the great thing about that too is that it's not, because we're moving towards that leveraging the information to make decisions, now it's, we're unsiloing not just what, me as the general contractor is trying to decide to do, but I'm able to bring in the owner and, and make them a part of the decision-making and make, part, make our subcontractors and make our designers. We're, we're unsiloing these phases of work that, sure, before it used to be, you know, design, bid, and then build. And today that's not the case. Fa phases are happening at the same time. They're overlapping. Um, and so working as, as a, a true integrated you know, project life cycle becomes so important. And you can't do that if there isn't transparency, if there isn't data, you know, if, if we're making decisions in a bubble. So I think that's the most exciting thing that I've seen today and that we're, where I think we're going is uh, not just project teams on site, but everybody, all stakeholders involved in a project 
being able to make decisions together. And, and everybody's starting to achieve such a, a digital maturity that they hadn't before. You've got owners who are thinking about things like digital twins. You've got yeah. subcontractors who are accessing and leveraging technology in a way that they either didn't feel comfortable or weren't empowered before. So as all of this starts to unify, we're in such a cool spot. Like, like we're getting there. We're not fully, you know, right. like there's, there's always going to be time. gaps. It always takes time. time. But this technology is so exciting. But I, I want to pivot back to AU for a second. Yeah. And put your project manager hat back on. If you were a PM that was walking the halls of Autodesk University or you're attending digitally, what would you be most excited about or what would you be getting the most value out of? Um, you know, th- th- this event's incredibly exciting. I still walk around thinking I'm the PM five years ago, right? So I, I don't, uh, I'm, in, in my heart, I still am. So I, I, I admittedly put my proposal manager hat away <laughs> as best I can because I was beaten up so badly. It's a, it's a grueling cadence to keep when, uh, yeah. when you're in the thick of it. When you're in person, I love going to every single booth and just understanding what's out there and seeing um, how people are, are leveraging uh, technology and, and what options I'm going to have to improve some of the problems that I'm having on site. And, and every project is different right? Every company is a little bit different. So um, the great thing about being in person is you get a chance to find what's going to best help in regards to what your project is going through as a PM and as a company, what you can leverage to, to, to improve, you know, your business goals that you might have as a, uh, if you're virtually the, you know, what I would suggest everybody do is to start to look at the different courses and one of the, a lot of the coolest courses that we have are, yes, we have a lot of courses taught by people at Autodesk, but we also have a lot of courses taught by other customers. It's great because you get, you get a glimpse into how are other companies solving some of the problems that you might be going through in maybe a different industry or maybe a different way. And uh, those are the things that get me excited the most because it gets my gears turning. It, it gives me ideas of different ways of solving problems that I'm going through. So in construction so cool because everybody is willing to share this knowledge. Like oh, yeah. it, it's not like you're not sharing your, your proprietary secrets, right. but obviously you come in here, you go, this is how we can make the industry better. This is how we can build better. And construction touches every single human, whether they think about that element or not. Nice. And so to, to have that information sharing is so important. And as you alluded to, being able to pop in and see what the other industries are doing that are adjacent, like manufacturing and such, there's a ton of overlap. But I've got one final question for you today. And sure. all right, so put the PM hat away if you can. What are you personally the most excited about, aside from everything we've already talked about, tied to AU this year? And I know the, key, the keynote hasn't happened yet, so we're early. Uh, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, like every AU, I'm excited for announcements. I'm excited to see what, what's coming next. But uh, honestly, it's just seeing people seeing everybody here. Um, a lot of us uh, have team members that we haven't met before in person, Same. like, like yourself, Eric, right? This is the first time we're, we're seeing each other in, in a long time. And um, being able to be with our customers, I think for, for the majority of us is the most exciting thing. We've spent a lot of time with, with our customers, whether it's virtually or in person. And this is just a really great time to see them, to talk to them, to find out how they're doing and to make sure they're well supported. And, and for our roles in technical sales and sales and really the whole customer engagement lifecycle for all of us at Autodesk, it, that's what drives us. It's, it's to make sure that our customers are successful. So we really enjoy seeing them. And, you know, even coming from the airport, uh, jump, jumped into a taxi with a group of customers that, that, that I've worked for for the last five years. So it's, it's great to, to see everybody. Yeah, everything is really coming together. And all the conversations I'm going to get to have through this platform are going to be a ton of fun. I've got yeah. internal people. I've got a ton of customers coming in. We're going to have some good conversations. Nice. 
But if you're out there listening and you want to check out some of the content, of course, a lot of Autodesk University is available digitally, so make sure you check that out. If you've got any questions for me, obviously, you know all the normal channels to check uh, to contact me and check that out. Otherwise, we'll have another episode coming out with updates on Thursday and then Friday as well. So if you are keen for more Digital Builder AU-focused content, uh, this is your place to go. And then, of course, a ton of episodes are going to follow after that. So, Esteban... Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks it was a real invite. pleasure. And uh, until next time. Enjoy Autodesk, everybody. Yeah, it's going to be good. Take care. You've been listening to Digital Builder. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you're listening with Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give a quick rating of the show. Simply tap the number of stars you think the podcast deserves, and then you're done. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.